Hey guys, and welcome to the first official podcast. I'm saying this while laughing because I've probably tried to record one almost every single week since I said I was going to do this almost a year ago. So I'm finally forcing myself to do it. And I'm going to share with you. So the biggest reason why I've been recording and listening and recording and listening and, you know, going through everything that I've worked on. And the biggest reason being is, you know, I'll listen to them and be like, oh, that's not good enough. Or my thoughts wandered too much. Or, okay, I need to write it down and script it. And no, that wasn't good enough. And just going through all these reasons on why I shouldn't do it. And it's so funny to me because I'm literally the person that preaches getting outside of your comfort zone and doing the the things that you want to do despite, you know, outside circumstances and not only that, but if you're starting something brand new, like something that you haven't done before and you don't have any expertise in it, you're not going to be good at it. And for anyone that knows me, I hate that. Like I hate not being good at something. It kills me. So for me to continuously be doing this and listening to myself and going through all these files and just feeling like, oh, I hate it is so hard for me. But the biggest thing that's coming out of it is me understanding that not only do these things take time, but I also need to put so much more self-confidence into the work that I'm doing and the things that I'm saying and the reason why I want to do the things that I do. And that is what I want this first one to be about because this past year for me has been so full of growth in so many different ways, but I think the biggest one being in myself Um And just the way I carry myself and how I think about myself and, you know, all those amazing things. And I've had a few people ask me what my secret is, how I got there, you know, that kind of thing. And a lot of us just fake it till we make it. But what are actually the things that help us get there, you know? So for me, I think the very first, like, basic part of this entire concept of being self-confident comes from a very, it comes from radical self-acceptance. It doesn't come from getting clearer skin, getting a better body, you name it. It comes from the ability to look in the mirror and just say, this is who I am and I love that. Without any edits, without anything extra, without having to be on my best day, I love it. And for a lot of people, this can seem so impossible. And, you know, I still have days where I look in the mirror and I'm just like gutted. I hate it. And I think we all do and we always will. But just knowing that it's a work in progress and that it will get, it will get better is something that you can hold on to. I think especially when it comes to girls around social media, being able to look in the mirror is hard because we have so many things to compare ourselves to and so many beauty standards that are constantly changing to try and conform to. You know, when we were first growing up, it was, you know, being stick thin and you had to have really good boobs. And then all of a sudden the narrative changed and now you need to be curvy and skinny, but have a fat ass. And it's just like, you can, like, 
growing up between those two completely different eras, like you, you, there's no way that you can make your body change that much. And I think it's just being able to just understand that you are the way that you are. Sure, you can fix things, you can change things and try to improve, but you shouldn't be doing it based off of your view. Because I think what I've learned the most through this entire process is is not only to love my body, but I think in doing this, I've just learned to love me for who I am. You know, I can look myself deep in my eyes and I see my soul. I see my kindness. I see my compassion. I see my love to help people. I see, that's what I see when I see myself. And quite frankly, I'm at the point where that's kind of all that matters to me. You know, other people can look at me and they're going to see whatever they want. Whatever they want. I could not even have a big nose. And if someone wants to see a big nose, they're in some shape, way, or form going to make it to be that I have a big nose. And I've shared a lot on my personal Instagram about, you know, people projecting onto us when they're insecure. And that's a whole different story. But I think just being able to be confident in who you are. You can show up at any given moment and you just know who you are. And that is so, so powerful. A quote that I saw yesterday actually hit me really hard because this is like the biggest struggle of this entire year for me. And it goes, in life, you'll be misunderstood. At some point, you'll be made up to be something you're not. When this happens, it's not as important to defend yourself as it is to know yourself. Know who you are. Know what you mean. And know enough to feel secure even though you're not seen. And wow. Like, yes, 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 yes. I saw this and I was like, yes, finally. I found something that explains everything I've been feeling. Because I have had so many people the last year, like close friends, be like, you did this. Or, you know, you you did this to me. And there's a lot of... I want to say accusations. There's a lot of perceptions thrown my way that I know aren't true, but these people believe that they're true. And at the end of the day, I've always been so strung out to try and protect my name and to try and set people right and be like, oh, no, no, like you misunderstood. This is who I am. But it's not on us to do that. If they want to understand us, then they're going to put themselves in the position to truly understand who we are. We get to sit back and be ourselves and all the beauty that comes with it. Flaws and all. If I'm a little bit controlling, if I'm a little bit too loud, if I'm a little bit too much, that is so a part of who I am. And the people who love me, love that about me. And people who don't, they don't. And that's okay. And that's where I'm at now. Because I used to truly believe like, oh, if somebody doesn't like me, like I've done something wrong, I need to make it right. And I'm, you know, it's a work in progress, but I'm coming into this chapter of my life where it's not anybody's, it's not my business what everybody else thinks of me. It is not any of my business what everyone else thinks of me. Family, friends, boyfriends, acquaintances, colleagues, it's not my business because they can think whatever they want. Whatever they want to perceive is what they're going to perceive. It's kind of like that concept of selective hearing 
where if you want someone to say pizza and someone says something completely opposite, you're going to assume that they're saying pizza because you just, you really want pizza. And people do that with you too. If they want to assume that you're a bitch, they are going to look for every single reason to convince themselves that you are that. So when they come to you and say, you're a bitch, you get to sit there and say, I'm not, but okay. I mean, you don't even have to say that to them. Honestly, don't even give them the time of day. Don't give them your energy. If they want to believe that, that's on them. You can't change their mind. But you get to know in yourself that that's who you are. It's about really accepting every part of you. If my kneecaps are ugly, I mean, I'm sure there's a surgery to fix that. But those are my kneecaps. And what do they allow me to do? I can run, I can hike, I can jump, I can do all these amazing things. They help me get out of bed in the morning. They help me climb stairs. They help me achieve all these goals. At the end of the day, do I even care if they're ugly? And that's where I got to with my body. I've had a lot of close run-ins where it's really helped me understand how much I took for granted my health. And it's really put into perspective what my body gives me. And it's so easy to stand in the mirror and criticize and say, I'm too fat. I'm too this. I want better abs. I want bigger legs. I want my butt bigger. Like I could face tune the perfect version of myself if I wanted to. But what good is that going to do? And how much better is it when I can flip it? And instead of thinking all of these things, I can honestly wake up and say, you know, My muscles recovered really well from that workout yesterday. I was really scared that I wasn't going to be able to sit down today. Or even just the simple thought of knowing that I get to breathe easily. There are people, and I've noticed this more and more as I get more grateful for it, that there are people who can barely walk. They can barely bend over. Their joints are aching. Their bones are aching. They... So many people have all these disabilities and and inabilities to do these things and... I can wake up, I can do pretty much any exercise I want, I can hike any mountain that I want, I can carry myself to each and every single one of my goals because my body allows me to do that. I can eat practically anything. Blizzards, they hurt a lot, but I can do it. My body allows me to eat them and that is so beautiful to me that I can wake up and I'm like, damn, you got my back. Like, you know that the biggest thing is that your body is constantly taking every single thing you're giving it and it is making it out to be the best thing it could be. And I just recently finished my personal training course and I think this is one thing that hit so deep to me and I like almost honestly started crying when I read this. And this is like pure like manufactured textbook. Like it is so dry, so boring, like there is no feeling in it whatsoever. But essentially what it stated is that your body is going to take any kind of nutrient that you give it. And it is going to take anything it can from the food that you ate to give your body what it needs. And I just thought that that was so eye-opening and so beautiful that you can eat a Big Mac from McDonald's. And yeah, you can tell yourself it's horrible and it's not its not the best, for sure. But your body's going to take any ounce of protein or carb or energy or anything that it can to give you what you need to do your best every single day. And looking in the mirror now, when I see myself, and I talked about this a few few weeks ago, is that, you know, even when you're bloated, 
girls have such a bad habit of looking in the mirror and being like, oh my god, I'm so bloated right now. I hate myself. I look so fat, blah, blah, blah. But when you take into account, you know, maybe you are a little bloated and that's nothing to be ashamed about. When you look in the mirror, why? You're probably bloated because you, maybe you drank all your water intake that day. You're giving yourself food and nutrients that you need. Regardless of if it was the best meal you could have eaten or not, it is processing those nutrients. That is the powerhouse of everything that has gotten you through every single thing that you are in today. It keeps your blood pumping, your heart pumping, you're alive because of it. And maybe this is a very roundabout way of being grateful for your bloatedness. But like, think about it. Think about it. Your body is doing its best. Maybe it protrudes a tiny bit more than it usually does than in the morning. But just accept it. You know, your stomach's a badass powerhouse down there, giving you everything you need for tomorrow. You probably got a busy day. Be grateful. I think, too, what it comes down to at the end of the day, you know, you can try and accept yourself as much as you, as much as you want, and you can look in the mirror and say, I love myself, I love this about myself, and the second someone says something, it breaks you down. And the biggest thing (laughs) that has helped me through this is just knowing that those who mind don't matter, and those who matter won't mind. If there is someone that is bringing you down or saying shit about you and you find that's really affecting your confidence, first of all, y'all, I hope that you are not continuing to let them bring you down in whatever way their energy is affecting you. Second off, they're probably just saying that because they're insecure and they're projecting. So I wouldn't really listen that much to it anyways. What I have learned so much this year, because I have truly stepped out of my comfort zone, like I've done things that I would have cringed at me doing before, and it's a growing process, but I love it. And the biggest thing is that people get so bothered for no reason. Like I could put, I posted about cereal on my story. People get bothered, okay? I'm too much. And maybe I am too much. And maybe you feel like you're too much. Or are they too little? The things that I try to do to try and change people's lives and try to inspire and motivate and just be that positive light, I've gotten criticism on it, for sure, 100%. And for the people that are close to me are like, what the heck, how? And maybe people coming here are trying to find the question or the answer to that question. But the truth is, is that what I have found is that Me doing these things fills me with so much joy and I get to laugh about it and I get to enjoy it. And at the end of the day, I'm the person that I get to make happy. So it really doesn't matter if anyone else is happy with me. And this includes even if you're, you know, a mom or a girlfriend or a sister or a colleague or whatever it is. Yes, we want to do well in our jobs and our relationships, but at the base of it all at the core of it all if you're not happy with you you will not be happy with all of these other things and so it's so important that you know what if you want to make that account do it if you want to go to school for that thing do it if maybe you want to hang out with that person fucking do it the only people that are placing limitations on us is ourselves 
and you can blame it on any outside external source, whether it's societal, cultural, if it's your friends, whatever it is, you can place blame on whatever you want. But at the end of the day, it's you. We are our biggest creators. We are our own creators. We get to make whatever life, whatever belief, whatever image we want of ourselves. We're in charge of that and we can change it at any given point. And so where I'm trying to go with this is the fact that so often we let other people define this for us. And this takes a toll on us. Maybe you kissed a guy in grade eight and now you're a whore and you've grown up your entire life internalizing this narrative that you're a whore. Well, guess what? Those who think that don't matter and the ones who matter don't think that. And you know that that isn't true. And that's what matters. And that's just a prime example of it. We can't let what other people think destroy what we have going on in ourselves. Like it is our world, they're just living in it. And, you know, this whole concept of being the main character, yeah, it sounds a little cheesy, but truly, once you actually start doing it, how much it works. Like I'm telling you, I walk into Superstore and it's like I'm in a music video. Nobody talks to me. I am doing my own thing. I'm on a mission. I walk in there with confidence because I know who I am. I know what I'm there for. I know what I mean. One of the best concepts that I have heard that literally changed my entire thinking. Like I had fully deactivated all my social medias because people were saying mean things and was closing myself off and was like, I'm never opening myself up again. And then I watched Brene Brown's Netflix special because I love that girl. And I don't know if I could have gotten through any of this without her. So I was like, I'll, I'll give it a watch. I feel in my low, but I'm going to watch it. And essentially what she goes over is the fact that she compares it to fighting an arena. And there's a Roosevelt quote about this. I just don't have it on hand. And it pretty much goes, if you're not fighting in my same arena, and say my arena is uplifting others, motivating others, trying to be the best person that I can be every single day, building confidence, growing as a person, being kind to others. If you are not in that arena, you do not get to judge how I am fighting my fight. Because I got blood, sweat, tears dripping down my face, trying to fight this thing and trying to do what I think is best. You do not get to criticize how I'm doing that if you're not right there with me, you know? And these are all the things I'm trying to do is motivate people, you know, if you follow me, you see my whole page. And I've gotten a lot of shit and mixed reviews about the things that I say and post. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because unless they are a wellness advocate or if they're trying to actually grow themselves as a person, they don't get to criticize shit. Like, they, their opinion doesn't matter, quite frankly. Like, if you are not in that arena getting your ass kicked on occasion, I'm not interested in or open to your feedback. 
There are a million cheap seats in the world today filled with people who will never be brave enough with their own lives, but will judge every ounce of energy they have hurling advice and judgment at those of us trying to dare greatly. Their only contributions are criticism, cynicism, and fear-mongering. If you're criticizing from a place where you're not also putting yourself on the line, I am not interested in your feedback. And that's a line from Brene Brown herself about the entire concept. And I think, y'all, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Because I reactivated my socials. I understood the power behind being vulnerable. And not only that, but the ounce of confidence that I gained from that was just enough to stick. And I think that's the biggest thing. Through all of my lessons of learning to be confident in myself and the self-love is so much of it is, you know, accepting and also having the fuck what others think mentality. But the biggest thing that actually helped me, because I can give you these tools, but until you actually start putting them into work, it won't make sense. And and I want to give you something proactive to work with here. So my biggest piece of advice, if you're trying to grow your self-confidence is number one, Start with the way you talk to yourself. Like, treat yourself like your best friend. In the same way that if you're walking into your mirror and you see yourself in that dress, instead of saying, do I look fat? You're going to say, oh my god, as if you were even about to think that you look fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? Okay? You catching my drift? Awesome. It all starts, like your self-confidence starts with the way you show up for yourself. And you have to show up for yourself better than you would for others. I do not care what the circumstances. You are your own best friend. And until you believe that, you are going to be working on that 24-7. I don't give a fuck. This is your non-negotiable. If you set a date with yourself tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. to go to the gym and your friend, buddy, says, hey, let's go for breakfast. What are you going to do? Look me in the eyes. Tell me you're not going to go for hash browns. Because you're not. You're going to say, oh, actually, I'm going to the gym at 8. It's a non-negotiable. I can meet you before or after. How does that work? And the people who matter, they'll work around that. They will. And the people who don't, they can kick rocks. Because you're leveling up, baby. You are keeping the promises to yourself. This is the way I started doing it is I got a whole month planner and I'd plan my weeks out in advance. You know, what are the things I want to make important this week? Whether it's, you know, making a podcast. This was on my list this week. Um, You know, journaling. Um, Start easy. Don't add a bunch of things you don't really have in your lifestyle. You have to gradually put these things in so that they become natural. So if it's journaling 10 minutes before bed, that's an awesome way to start introducing healthy habits because... I'm sure you're just on your phone 10 minutes before bed like everybody else. So just, you know, set a reminder, set an alarm, start journaling 10 minutes before bed. Doing these little things that gradually catch on are what's going to make the difference. And the more that you add, the easier it is to add more. It's so hard at first. I know it is so hard at first, but once you make it a habit, it will change everything. And not only that, but because you're building this self-confidence in yourself to know that you can show up for yourself, that you can rely on yourself to carry through with your promises, 
your life is going to be so much better. This is the way that one of my favorite authors described it, okay? So say you mapped out your entire week. And I'm going to compare going to the gym with a date with Zac Efron, okay? Your friend says, hey, what are you doing Wednesday night? You have a date with Zac Efron, okay? And she goes, I kind of want someone to come and reorganize my Tupperware drawer. What are you going to say? No, sorry, I have a date with Zac Efron. You're going to the fucking gym. You've scheduled it in. It is written down. You've promised yourself. And I think what gets so in the way of this, and this comes with our self-worth and our self-respect, is always being scared of saying no and disappointing others. That comes after. You need to do this for yourself. And if they don't understand, they don't matter. And the ones who do understand are going to be proud of you for taking this step. So that is the fine line. Okay? Listen to me on this. That is the fine line. So when you're making these non-negotiables into your day, set those little habits of the things that you want to accomplish. The more that you do it, the, more, the better you'll feel about yourself. And the more you can build that relationship that you can trust yourself. And then you'll start loving yourself. And it will all fall into place. Trust me on this one, okay? It's time you start loving yourself.